Greetings, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy Neal, and you're listening to The Hiker Podcast. What is up there, hikers? It's Andy, and you're listening to the podcast that demystifies hiking, that gets to know the hiker behind the trek and pull, the, the, the podcast that takes me, Andy, a new hiker, and asks hikers the why question of hiking and how hiking has changed them and how they are in turn changing the world around them. That's right. You're listening to the Hiker Podcast brought to you by Kanak Outdoors, makers of the carbon fiber cork trekking poles. You can get 10% off. If you go to the link in the description of this episode or put Hiker Podcast in the promotion code when you check out. Also, CS Instant Coffee, the best instant coffee on the trail. I, I, I mean it because I've tried them all. Seriously. Um, they're just really stinking awesome. And uh, if you want some of that and want to help the show out, go to the, the uh, description of this episode. Hit the link there and uh, get yourself some CS Instant Coffee as you're getting ready to go hiking, day hiking, backpacking, through hiking. You need that coffee it's just see us coffee is amazing also brought to you by our wonderful patreons i do want to shout out the patreons here if you'd like to help out the show uh you can go to hikerpodcast.com click on the patreon link and you can support us uh i like to thank mike danielle cade daniel another danielle ren jacob tommy and deb for being amazing patreons to the show there's three different levels there um yeah it's just thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you for believing in me and the show. Uh, with that, if you want all the different ways to listen, go to hikerpodcast.com. You can leave a podcast review. I know this sounds super like gimmicky and commercially. I'm like, you're just telling me to, to buy all this stuff. And I'm just saying these are companies and organizations that I have used before and before they came onto the show, and I love them, and um, they've decided to help us out. So, you know, check them out. And if it doesn't work for you, that's totally cool too, because not every piece of equipment, not every kind of coffee now every kind of trekking pole is going to work for every person i found these work for me and they work for a lot of other people so that is that all the descriptions for that stuff is in the, all the descriptions for that stuff <laughs> all the uh links for that stuff is in the description of this episode i'm super excited this week to have a fellow oregonian we have the one the only francesca weinheimer who many of you may know from youtube as hike oregon uh she's been on some of darwin's videos and uh yeah super super cool she was on the show like our first episode way back in July, and she just finished a book, which is out called Oregon's Best Views, 50 Breathtaking Viewpoint Hikes. Now, a lot of you are like, Andy, I don't live in Oregon. Why are you featuring someone in Oregon? You know what? First of all, Oregon is awesome. It is, I'm just saying. Uh, but I want to put this out there because I know a lot of people come through Oregon for hiking. It's an amazing place to go hiking. Just, I, I, I've had people come, and I think I talk about this, I, when I drove Uber, people would come and fly into Southern Oregon just to go do all these different day hikes and a few backpacking trips. It's, it's an amazing area to go hiking, to be in the outdoors. You know, there's other areas like the Colorado area, area Denver, Boulder, the same kind of vibe there. Arizona's got that same vibe. So if you are, you know, listening and you're in, I don't know, New Mexico, <laughs> I'm just saying that because that's where our last guest was from. Or, you know, or you're from Wyoming and you're like, you know, I have a friend who wrote a book about trails in Wyoming. Let me know. I want to talk to him because I want to I want to know more about hiking in Wyoming. I don't I've, I've only been there I think once when I went to Yellowstone, not Yellowstone. Was it Yellowstone? Um, 
Yes, Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone. <laughs> Yellowstone and the Grand Teton National for, uh, Parks when I was a kid. So I've only been there once, and I want to know more about it. I want to be able to find resources if I ever go there hiking, you know, through the, uh, the Continental Divide Trail. So these are things that I want to know about, and I'm sure, like, other places in the country, too, like Maine. I've never been to Maine. As a lot of you have, you've hiked the Appalachian Trail. I want to know about hiking in Maine. You know, if there's someone who's written a book and they're a friend of yours, you can hook them up with us. Let me know. I want to hear about hiking in Maine. Uh, so that's why we're doing this. Uh, and Francesca's got an amazing YouTube channel, which is not just Oregon-centric. But if you're getting into backpacking, so many great tutorial videos about what to bring, what not to bring, 10 essentials, all that fun stuff. I'd encourage you to check it out. All the links for that will be in the description of this episode. And without any further ado, my conversation with Hike Oregon herself, Francesca Weinheimer. So our first guest ever on the Hiker Podcast was Francesca Weinheimer, uh, head of Hike Oregon. And the reason I wanted her to be our first guest, and I, I love what she does so much, is when I first got into hiking, I, I went on YouTube, like so many people do, just to find out hiking information. And I wanted to find out about trails where I live in Oregon. So I just put Hike Oregon and her website and her YouTube channel, Hike Oregon, came up on the search and I just fell into this YouTube rabbit hole of algorithmic bringing me videos from from francesca's channel i found darwin and elena and so many others and i was introduced to this online community that is the online hiking community and which inspired me to start this podcast and francesca has come out with a book oregon's best views 50 breathtaking viewpoints francesca thank you so much for coming back on the hiker podcast how are you doing today i'm doing great how are you Doing good, doing good. It is a little bit rainy here in Oregon. Looks yeah. like uh, we're going to get some warm weather, though. I'm super excited about yes, that. Yes, next week. Oh, my gosh. So ready for spring. Yes, me too. I went to Roseburg yesterday thinking, oh, it's going to be sunny. And the temperature was okay, but, like, the wind chill was disturbingly cold. And, it was yeah. cold here, too. Yes. It was deceivingly beautiful, sunny blue skies. You go outside, frigid. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was awful. It was so awful. But... um. Oregon is an amazing place to hike. I love it here. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else as a hiker just because there's so much to do. Before we get into your new book, um, just talk a little bit about you, who you are, where you come from, in case people haven't heard the first episode of the Hiker Podcast, where you go over all that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I basically grew up here in Oregon. I was actually born in Germany, uh, but moved over here uh, when I was about six and have always loved hiking. My dad used to take me backpacking when I was a kid, and so I grew up you know, hiking, backpacking in the outdoors. And um, I just, just loved it and uh, continued to love it throughout my, my youth and then really started exploring on my own without, you know, my parents and that sort of guidance um, when I was in my mid-20s and discovered that there was not a lot of information out there. Um, it was kind of lacking online. I had, you know, guidebooks and, and they were great resources. I just really wanted more. I wanted more pictures and uh, more things like that. So I wasn't finding that anywhere. So I decided to kind of work my way through these guidebooks that I had. And um, after every single hike, I would kind of do the hike write up and, and put it on my website, which I called Hike Oregon. And I've been doing that ever since for about uh, six, seven years. And then I started the Hike Oregon YouTube channel as well. 
And uh, that's where I talk more about like backpacking tips and tricks. I do uh, videos of some of the hikes as well. So you get to actually see them in person and not just pictures, which is great. And uh, that really helps people who aren't able to get out on some of these um, more difficult trails too. They get to actually see it and, and enjoy it on the screen. And uh, yeah, then uh, as of a year ago, I started doing this full time. That's kind of always been my dream since I started the website was to take it full time. And I was able to do that um, pretty much exactly a year ago. So yeah. So for so many of us creators, you are you're you're living the dream now. You you get to do what you love. You get to make YouTube videos and write ups and go hiking. And this is what you know when you fill in. You know what is your occupation? You'd be like professional hiker, hiker. Right, yeah. like, professional hiker. <laughs> you know it's funny, Andy, though, because I am actually doing less hiking right now than I was like when I was full time at my corporate job. Um, maybe not so much in the summer. That's when I do the majority of my hiking. But as for like. November through April, I do pretty very like very little hiking. Um, that's kind of when I'm, that's my downtime, and I'm kind of yeah. doing all my writing and stuff, but not doing as much as I would like. Yeah, I remember having a conversation when you were first on the show about hiking in the winter, and I, I tried snowshoeing and stuff this year. I yeah. really, I, 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 I was like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and I went <laughs> on to the sections of the PCT that I, I've hiked several times, right? And it was beautiful and it was different, but they got to a point in about mid February. <laughs> I'm like, I'm over this. I oh, need. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, I'm pretty over the snow. <laughs> it's, it's funny you say you professional hiker because just just yesterday. Uh, me and the family went up to Roseburg. We came back down, down towards Wolf Creek. And um, there's all these mining trails that aren't on like any of the hiking books or anything. They're just these little right. mining trails that go down the creeks. So we went down there and there's this one part. I just wanted to get a picture. So I go down into this little ravine and my spouse is like, Andy, you know, be, be careful, be careful. You know, it looks real slippery. There's some, there's some black moss there. And I, without missing a beat, because I don't know why I said this. I was like, don't worry, I'm sponsored by hiking and outdoor companies. So I'm a professional hiker. And I'm like, <laughs> why did I just say that? <laughs> like, I am not a professional hiker. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but so you 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 get to live the dream. Talk a little bit about your YouTube channel, because all I love about your YouTube channel is it doesn't people can go into it knowing nothing. They right. they don't have to have any background in hiking. You really do a good job of explaining everything there is about, you know not only, you know, these different trails, but also, you know, how to pack your pack, the 10 essentials, that sort of thing. What is, what inspires you to do that? And not just, you know, do these big flashy YouTube videos that are like, look at me, look at all this epic stuff I'm doing. <laughs> um, well, I find actually that the beautiful hike videos that I actually really love to make don't get as many views as the like, you know, what's in my backpack or, you know, a gear review videos. Uh, so I kind of try to mix it up. So one week I'll post a beautiful hike vlog and the next week I'll post a gear video. Um, and then I guess my reasoning for posting more like day hiking and just average backpacking content is that I found at least when I started YouTube, most of the hiking YouTube channels were like through hikers. So that's a very different ball game than just your average section hiker or your just average backpacker who goes out for one to two weekends a year. 
they're going to have such different gear, a different setup, diff- just a different style of hiking. So I wanted it to be more accessible to those types of people um, because there are so many through hiker tips and tricks videos and stuff already out there. And that is so true. I mean, I love, and we've had so many, probably half our guests have been through hikers at some point and there's a lot of great information out there, but I, you know, I'm going backpacking. If I'm not going on a through hike, I don't want to go you well. I don't want to go ultralight because you know right. I want a little bit of comfort. I don't want <laughs> I don't want a 10 pound base weight. And I'm I'm fine with 30. That's good. Right. Yeah. It's just not attainable for a lot of people, price yeah, and, price wise as mm-hmm, well. Absolutely. So there there are a lot of of uh different resources out there for trails. You know, you have Gaia, you have all trails, which has been the bane of my existence. And I <laughs> yeah. Um, but you you you've created a, a tactile book, Oregon's Best Views, 50 Breathtaking Viewpoint Viewpoint Hikes. Um, what inspired you to create an actual book that someone can have in their hands? Um, well, <laughs> I I guess well, I have published a book before, um, about two and a half years ago. And um that book is no longer in print due to all the fires and stuff. Um, but I, the reason for publishing books, I guess, is ever since I was a little kid, um, I knew I was going to publish a book of some sort, didn't know what kind of book. My grandpa is a published author. So is my father. So it kind of runs in the family. And so I was always very inspired as a little child and I would, you know, take notebooks and stuff and just like pretend scribble, right. When I was like three, four years old and couldn't write yet. I would just pretend scribble right in the books and be like, I published a book. So it was always just kind of known that I was going to publish books someday. Um, And this is just great that I can publish something now that I am super knowledgeable about. And what inspired the View Hikes book is um, View Hikes are just my favorite type of hike. So um, yeah, I I just wanted to publish something that makes viewpoint hikes accessible to everyone. I guess that was my goal because they are so amazing, but a lot of them are difficult and not accessible to everyone. And so I wanted to put something together that had a good mix of difficult level, moderate level, and also easy viewpoint hikes that every level of hiker can enjoy. How did the process of writing this book look like? Cause I mean, Knowing you and what you do, you didn't just, you know, take a bunch of notes and then publish this. You went out and hiked these. You went out and took these pictures. You know, you're already an accomplished photographer as well. So, like, you you went out and did this. So, what did that look like? You're like, I'm going to – and how did you decide these are the 50? Because I know you probably hiked more than 50 mm-hmm. in Oregon. Yeah, that was, that was definitely difficult. It was about two years of research. Um, and – Basically, I just would look at guidebooks, look at maps uh, from all over the state, and I put together kind of a a wish list of hikes, and then I would go out and do them. And uh, the book is, um, it encompasses all of Oregon, so it has the the 10, or the, has 10 hikes per region, so there's five of, uh, five regions in Oregon, and um I just tried to go to each region and um, hike as many viewpoint hikes as I could. Some of them 
unfortunately burned down during the fires and couldn't be in the book any longer. So that was kind of hard when that happened. I had to kind of pull from other resources and do more research, which was difficult because it was crunch time at that point. And, um, but yeah, it took about two full years for me to do all of this research. And then I finally put it together. So there are 50 um, hike write-ups in the book. And then in the back, there are actually 30 honorable mention hikes, just because there's so many epic viewpoint hikes, but they can't obviously all be in the book that would make the book like 500 pages. So I decided to put um, 30 honorable mention hikes in the back and all of those can be found on the website. And that's a shame about the fires that actually just happened to me yesterday. We were up towards Roseburg. I was going to go on 238 and then there was these hikes I've done before. Um, and I'm like, oh, we'll go up there. And literally it's like, oh no, fire closure, trailhead burned down, fire closure, right. trailhead burned down. And it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. It was... Yeah. It, it was super sad, but um, there, there's so so many great resources in here. So so many great. Just you, you have having that tactile for me at least that tactile book in my hand is super important because I can sit there and I read through it for every major hike I do. I'm getting ready to do the Tahoe Rim Trail. I bought the book. You know, I have the mm-hmm. the Gut Hooks app and all that stuff. But to have the book and sit down at night and read through it right. and highlight and Make take notes. my notes exactly yeah, exactly. It's just it's something. It, it resonates more with me, maybe just because I'm a millennial. I don't know what it is, but talk um, a little bit about the different regions in Oregon. What people don't realize when they think, when they think the Pacific Northwest, they think Oregon, they think basically the Willamette Valley, Portland, Eugene, right. rainy, wet rivers, which is great. They think Green Tunnel, but then you get over to Bend. It's you know it's high desert. You have the Southern Oregon. It's more arid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the coastal range. You have Eastern Oregon. Talk a little bit about the the biodiversity and difference between the different parts of Oregon. Right. So um, Northern Oregon, I guess in my book, um, kind of encompasses like the Northern Oregon coast, the Columbia River Gorge, which is just incredible, and the kind of the Portland area. And gosh, yeah, the Columbia River Gorge, I mean, you could write a whole book just about that. There's just hundreds of hikes in just that area. And it's absolutely incredible. And then Western Oregon is kind of like you said, the Willamette Valley, the beautiful green, lots of lush old growth um, and wildflower meadows in the spring and summer. And then, of course, Southern Oregon, you have kind of more dry, rugged, lots of beautiful rock. And man, the wildflowers in Southern Oregon just really surprised me. Absolutely incredible. And then of course, Central Oregon, Bend, you have the high desert, lots of beautiful river canyons. And of course, the Cascade views. I mean, those you you can't really get any better than that. You can see, you know, all of the Cascade Mountains, incredible. And then Eastern Oregon is uh, sometimes called like the Alps of Oregon. It really does remind me of the Alps in Europe. It's like the smaller version of the Alps. And you have, um, you know, like the Eagle Cap, the Wallawas, and um, Hell's Canyon. And just, it's very diverse just in that uh, little Eastern Oregon area. It's, It's super amazing. Talk a little bit about the, the the hiking and outdoor culture here in Oregon. I mean, well, the one thing I've noticed that the outdoors and hiking is something that 
even on the political spectrum, if you're on one side of the political spectrum, you're you have people who love it. On the other side, it's the same thing. And everyone just loves the outdoors out here. Not everyone, but it, 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 we're, we're known for it. Yeah. Um, what is it about the culture here in Oregon that is conducive to hiking and backpacking in the outdoors? Gosh, um, that's a really good question. I think, I mean, at least all the people that I have come across, everyone is just so friendly, like people you meet on the trail. They are, um, they're just all so nice. They're all out there to be in the outdoors and, and, and enjoy whether it's uh, mountain biking or horseback riding or uh, paddle boarding, whatever they're doing in the outdoors or even hunting. Um, it, I've only come across very, very friendly people. Um, most of the people are respectful in the sense of uh, leave no trace and stuff. I've actually not really come across any people in person. I've come across trash and stuff, of course, but, yes. <laughs> but not in person, um, which is good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just everyone is just so nice and, and wants to be out there. And, and that, that is so true. Everyone just is, is super respectful of each other and they want to be out there. And I think that for me, there's no greater thing than I'm, I'm hiking you know, down a trail. And this has actually happened. I'm hiking and I have, you know, equestrians coming down the trail and then I get to a, an overlook where there's rapids and you see, you know, rafters and kayakers going mm -hmm. down there and just, we're all just out there enjoying these public lands, enjoying our time out there and being super respectful. And it's just a, a part of the culture because we have so much to do mm -hmm. and especially during covid now it's been like it's blown up i was talking to a yes. an outdoor um outdoor industry person and they were saying they're just having trouble keeping up with the orders <laughs> yeah because at first they pulled back because oh the national parks are closing we'll pull back but then everyone went outside and like oh we need to ramp it up and it's been yeah. insane i've noticed though on instagram um i follow a lot of other oregonian hikers and in, in, in your area as well and it seems like the book has been very well received. A lot of people are very excited. You did a, a signing. What's been the reception from your book? Yeah, I mean, it's only been out since Saturday. So just a couple of days. Um, so far, so good. Um, I did hype it up quite a bit. You know, it was such a long process of uh, publishing and, and whatnot. I've been finished with the book for over two and a half months now. So I have been done with it and just really, really antsy for people to actually see it. So at the book event, the signing, it was really great to like be able to give it to people and see their faces and, and chat with people and um, getting to see people get their orders. Uh, they'll tag me on Instagram and stuff when they get their orders. And just seems everyone is very excited and um, ready to start adventuring. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because mm -hmm. I'm tired of the winter. Right. COVID's people are starting to get vaccinated. People are able to get out there more. I'm excited to just get out there and hike with other people too, besides my family. I love my family, but yes. I want to hike around with other people. Yeah. Um, one thing I've I've always been amazed by. I used to drive Uber in this area, and people would come, not just PCT and through hikers, but people would fly into here to mm -hmm. go hiking. Yeah. And fly into here too from all over the world. Mm -hmm. I had someone from Austria fly in here just to, wow. they wanted to hike in Oregon. I'm like, that is That's... crazy. <laughs> they were coming here, then they were going to Crater Lake, then they were going to the gorge. I'm like, wow, you came here to hike. Yeah. Why Oregon? 
why Oregon compared to a Utah or Arizona or even a Washington? Um, Not that those places aren't great. They are. Honestly, that's a great question. But I think it's because like what we talked about before, it's so diverse. Um, You can see the ocean. You can see mountains. You can see desert. You can see gorge, you know, waterfalls, old growth forest, basically all in like one or two days if you really wanted to rush things. But, you know, you can drive from the coast and be in the snow in one day, you know, less than a few hours. So I, I'm, I think that's probably wise because you can get so much in and you don't have to drive to all these different states to see different things. So say someone they're, they're listening right now and they're, they're thinking about going hiking. They say they live in Oregon, Pacific Northwest, maybe Northern California. They pick up your book and they're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I have never really been hiking before. What, what piece of advice would you give someone who's like, I'm going to do this for the first time. I'm going to go on a day hike. I'm going to start getting into this. Um, I would say to not be so intimidated. <laughs> I know that's uh, easier said than done because I too have been intimidated. Some of the hikes I did for this book, I was intimidated on, honestly. And um, luckily I was with people who pushed me out of my comfort zone, which is really great. So what I really like about this book is that it caters to everyone. You know, you can take your six-year-old on a lot of these hikes. You can, you know, if you're an experienced hiker, you you can pick up this book and you won't be bored. Um, there's just something in it for everyone. And as we get into this season, what are what what do you think the really the hiking community needs to in Oregon and elsewhere besides, you know, being more inclusive, which we definitely need to work on as a community, what does the hiking community need to do to really make hiking more accessible to people who've never been on the trail before? What is something that, you know, you have, so you have people listening to maybe they've, they've done the triple crown and they, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really easy. And I've done this too. And I haven't been hiking that long. You start talking shop, you start talking inside baseball and mm-hmm. you're, you realize you're using all these words and people are like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what can we do as people who are experienced hikers mm-hmm. to bring people from the outside in? Yeah, and not have them feel so intimidated. Exactly, yeah. I I, I definitely see this a lot online is the little bit of like online bullying um, or making people feel kind of down on themselves for just asking a simple question. Um, People are like, oh, that's a stupid question or just type it into the search bar or something. Like that's not helpful. People want, they don't want to just Google it. That's why they're on that Facebook page. They want people's expertise who have, let's say, hiked a triple crown. Um, So kind of not, you know, stop demeaning people and making them feel stupid. They're asking for a reason. And um, if you can give them expertise, you know, take the time out of your day because that could really help somebody or save someone's life. Um, I was just on a Facebook page the other day. Someone wanted to do a hike that was completely snowy and they were ready to go out and do it and they were not prepared at all. And so a lot of us were like, Oh, like, what are you doing? Please don't do this. Um, go here instead. And we were very helpful. And 
um, you know, that could have potentially saved someone's life. So, uh, yeah. So you have this book, it's out, it's released. Um, what's next for you? You have, you know, spring and summer's coming up in Oregon. Everything's starting to bloom. Things are starting to dry out. The snow's melting. Yeah. Uh, what's next for you? So I have a few little trips here coming up in April, just like one or two nighters um, nearby. And then in May, I'm actually coming down to um, do some hiking along the Southern Oregon coast and really excited about that. I haven't explored that area at all. So that will be new to me. And then also going down to Northern California to the Shasta area which is just so beautiful. And I haven't done much hiking down there either. So excited about that. And then in June, I'm gonna um, do a section of the PCT down in Southern Oregon that I missed on my trip a couple of years ago, about a 53 mile section from um, Callahan's up to Fish Lake. So I'm excited about that. I'm doing that section this this year too. That's you are? Awesome. Yes. Uh, when, when are you doing it? Uh, probably late June. Late probably June. Late okay. June. I think we're going to go in early June. Hopefully the snow will be gone by then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super excited about that. And then gosh, July, August, September is really going to be focused on a research for the next book. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I haven't, uh, released really any information about that yet so i'm just kind of like hinting here and there on what it's going to be about but yeah doing a bunch of research for the next book so you have another book coming out um what about your youtube channel and your website if people don't know you know hikeoregon.net is an amazing resource in, in your youtube channel what do the future of both of those look like um, well, just continuing on the YouTube track as far as, you know, gear reviews here and there, um, more hiking vlogs. I do, um, on YouTube, I post every other week. So I only post twice a month. And then on my Patreon, I do um, every other week as well. So people who uh, support me over on Patreon can get uh, four videos a month from me over there, which is cool. And then, um, Gosh, yeah, just I, I love doing the backpacking vlogs, the, the videos. Um, I try to do like a scenic video and then I also do a, a vlog style video. So I kind of break it up for people who don't want to hear me talk for 25 minutes <laughs> on a video. They can just watch the beautiful scenery and listen to some cool music. Um, and then as far as the website, I'm now that I'm not writing the book, I'm not busy with that. I'm really going to try and put up some more content on the website. I know I had to take a lot of content down, or I guess it's still up there, but it just says trail is not hikeable because of the fires. It really, really killed a lot of the hikes mm -hmm. on, on yeah. the website. Um, so that's the hope is that this spring and summer, I'll kind of put up a ton, a ton more content up on there. Awesome. So for yeah. just a cl cl closing out, uh, I just have to ask you, you, you are deeply into the hiking community, especially here in Oregon. Um, it seems like every, I, it seems like in Oregon, every, I talk to people in the, in the hiking and outdoor community. They, they just know you, they know who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, you've really immersed yourself in that. Um, how has hiking in the hiking community changed you since you began hiking till now? 
Oh gosh, a lot, I would say. Um, I have met my like best friends uh, through hiking, which is amazing. Growing up, I uh, moved a lot, so I really didn't have a lot of good friends just because, you know, friends fade when you move. Um, and so it really has, yeah, I just, I just love that I've gained these amazing friendships. And as far as like changed me as a person, I would say that when I first started hiking, I was really into just like kind of killing myself and like just doing it for the miles and just really hard charging. And I would forget to really enjoy the experience. And so I think hiking with all these different types of people who have different hiking styles has really made me become more relaxed about things. I'm way more go with the flow now. I think that also comes with age probably, <laughs> but um, I'm way more go with the flow, kind of just enjoying the hike. Um, you know, before I would say six years ago, I would never go on just a five mile hike. I would be like, what's that? And now I'm like, oh, five mile hike can take me hours because I will look at every single mushroom and every single fern and take pictures of literally every leaf and it could it could take me four hours to do a five mile hike so that's definitely changed me a lot as a person that's awesome and it's awesome to hear the stories of how hiking has changed people that has changed me in, in so many so if someone wants to buy the book if they want to go check out your website your youtube channel what do they need to do yeah so on youtube it's just hike oregon um, the book is available on my website, hikeoregon.net, um, as well as Black Sun Books here in Eugene. Um, it's a locally owned bookstore. I am working with other locally owned bookstores in other towns as well. Uh, now that the book is out, I can send the book to bookstores and hopefully um, have them carry it as well. So. I'm hoping that soon, you know, it'll be available in like Ashland, Medford, um, like Newport and uh, maybe somewhere in Portland. Um, I know some uh, the book loft in Enterprise over in the Wallawas wants to carry it. So it will be available um, not online and in bookstores, hopefully within the next few months as well. Awesome. Francesca, thank you so much for coming on and being a friend of the show and telling us about your amazing book and what you're doing here for hiking in Oregon and your journey. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Andy. Thank you so much to Francesca for coming on the show. She has been an amazing uh, friend of the show. And I just, I call her a friend. I can't wait till, you know, we actually get to meet in person. COVID's finally, hopefully, get my vaccine soon and everything will be back to normal <laughs> it'll be weird i have to admit i started this podcast in the middle of the pandemic um of all the guests i've had on the show i have only in person met two one i knew before another one was another ashland guest who uh i met in a parking lot where he gave me his book and uh we had a little di social distance meetup so you know, I can't wait for this thing to be over. Some of y'all come out to Oregon. I can meet you at PCD days. I'm super looking forward to that. I will be there at PCT days as long as it happens. 
I don't know if I'm gonna have a table or not. Well, let me know what you think. If I should have a table or not. Uh, I don't know. It costs money, and I want to support PCT days. But at the same time, is it gonna hold me back from from meeting the meet, meeting other other great hikers? I don't know. So, anyways, let me know what you think. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, Andy at hikerpodcast.com. Um, go to hikerpodcast.com for all the different links. Follow me on social media um, at Andy Films and Hikes. Also, the different social media stuff for the uh, Hiker Podcast is on our website. If you want to join our group, uh, just search Hiker Podcast in groups on Facebook. Uh, answer a few simple questions and we'll let you in. Also, always looking for new, like I talked about before uh, at the beginning of this episode, always looking for uh, other guests. If you have guest suggestions, uh, let me know. Let me know. I want to hear, hear stories. I want to hear good stories, um, different topics, people who can tackle different things. I'm not just looking for through hikers or backpackers, but, you know, people who... You know, but the, the, the medical care on the trail. And, you know, we've had people talk about, you know, um, public lands and other things. So, whoever, you know, just let me know. Anyways, I'm, I'm totally open. And if you want to support me on Patreon, link is at hikerpodcast.com. With that, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Hiker Podcast. This is being lost, and may I never be found. I'm staying.